Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Two Bros Talk podcast with your host DeQuincy and the little bro Daniel. Say what's hey, up, bro. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time, you know, we've been busy. And, uh, yeah, it's been what? I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know the last time we did. We said we were going to come back in a week, and it's been like <laughs> two months. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, but um, let's just talk about the reason we're here. It's, um, tragic news in the world of basketball. Um, NBA superstar, legend, however you have it, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash on Sunday morning. Um, it was him, his daughter, and uh, seven other people in the helicopter died. And we're just here to, we're just going to talk about Kobe's legacy and fatherhood and everything like that. But before we start, I want to ask you, so um, where were you when you got the news? I was actually at my house. Cause my phone had died like a couple hours beforehand. Mm-hmm. Was now looking for a box to charge it up. I got I, I found my box, charged up my phone, and that popped up across the screen. I was like, "This is like some joke, right?" That's exactly how I felt. Well, let me tell you how I found out. So, I'm I was at home, me and the child and I was playing uh, Spider-Man, right? Uh-huh. I was on the difficult part of the games and I was just like getting my ass handed to me by who was it, Rhino and Scorpion for like 20 minutes. I had to I had to like stop fighting them and go do other missions to get my mind right. So that went on for like a good hour. And so I finally went looking for my phone, right? And I see yep. that both my girlfriend and Anthony had texted me and um, and I look at my phone, and the text from my girlfriend says "sad day." And then I re- I reply, "What happened, baby?" And then I back out, and I go to Anthony's message, and I see he sends me a message that says, "Dude, Kobe, holy shit!" And I'm like, "What happened? Did he get arrested? Did he get into a fight? A car accident? What?" And I, that's when I went on Twitter, and I saw the news that he had died in a helicopter crash and I was like you it was so it was just surreal you see that news and it's like Kobe died it's like not possible and I was I was stunned it's the same way I felt when Jose Fernandez died oh yeah and when Prince died, it's like, this cannot be happening. This is just some kind of, it's mistaken identity, someone else. It can't be who they say it is. And as the day went on, it the news just got worse and worse. And the day got on, it just got worse. And I started, like, watching uh, my whole Twitter feed was just, it's just, it's just I, I, I couldn't stay on Twitter for that long. I stayed on Twitter for, like, 20 minutes for that whole day. And, after that, I was like, I, I, I got to get off Twitter. 
Yeah, it was. I think that Saturday I tweeted maybe a grand total of two or three times just because the news that came in at first it was okay, Kobe Bryant dies in helicopter crash, and then Kobe Bryant and other people die as well. And then the news started reporting on who else was in the helicopter with him. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna say. I'm say first and foremost, when I think of helicopter, I don't think of more than like four passengers. I think of like small helicopters, but there were nine people in Paris. And once I learned that his daughter, Gigi, passed away with them, I mean, it went, I would, the initial reaction from seeing that Kobe had passed away was shocked. But seeing that his, his daughter died with them was just like a wave of sadness that I'm still not over. I, I, I literally, I literally was like, cause I got, I got, uh, my niece got a boyfriend over and, you know, big, he's a big basketball fan. So we're sitting over there like, hey man, you, he's like, I'm like, did you, did you see news? He's like, what news? I was like, you ain't, you ain't heard about the Kobe news? I was like, yeah, I thought, man, I thought that was a joke. I was like, I thought it was a joke too. So he started scrolling up. Yeah, it's like, please let this be a, uh, some kind of sick joke. And then, no, it's really happening. Had Kobe Bryant gone at 41. And it's like, when you're a kid, you, 40 seems like forever. But now I'm 33. You're 29. You'll be 30 in June. Yep. And, and you know, I'll be 34 in March. So for both of us, 40 isn't as far away as it used to be. It's pretty damn close. And it's like, wow, 41 isn't that old. And oh. when I think of Kobe Bryant, you think about all the things he did on the court. And it's like he had a whole nother life waiting for him. And the crazy, and the even crazier part is, he didn't have no regrets. He didn't have he didn't have that itch to come back. He yeah. was far dominantly happy. Yes, he retired and he was happy. And like the funny thing, I remember the story. Um, like when he retired, he didn't watch basketball until his daughter Gigi got into it, and that's when he started watching it with her and break down game tape. And like I'm sure you've seen that um that clip on um twitter where it's him and her at a game and he's talking to her yeah uh, he's talking to her about the strategy he pointing out and then she finishes his sentence for her and he's like he like there's like this instant where this like this look on his face was like just proud of this pride in his daughter and like <laughs> sorry i'm kind of tearing up that that video is gonna stay with me just that that look on his face like she under, she gets it. She knows I don't have to. I don't have to baby her. She knows what's going on now. And that look of pride is just. I'm thinking. Yeah, it just it just hits me, man. You know. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm taking up all the time. Uh, go ahead. Talk. Uh, I mean, literally, like I spend most of the time thinking myself, like, man. I remember those times back and back when they used to, when he used to put 30 and 40 on the rocket back in the day. I used to be like, man, I really don't like him. They're like, yeah. <laughs> even, even though later on, I'm like, 
you know, even though I may not, you, you, I may not like him as an opposition, but as a player, I respect him. Yes. And as a person, I, I think I, I respect him like almost anything at the current time frame. Yeah, he was, he was, he was definitely like the ultimate player that you love to hate because he always yep. gave your team buckets. And you know, as a Rockets fan, you whenever we go into playoffs against them, watching Shane Battier just try repeatedly to put a hand in his face and <laughs> you know it, no matter what Shane tried to do that ball was still wet it was still going in someone had brought up that game I was like uh, as much as I don't remember that game I do remember Shane Batty trying his <laughs> trying to stop him uh, trying it found that cute because like ESPN would have the uh, the replay and they've showed a replay and Bad A always putting the hand in his face and I'd be like just watching the game screaming go for the ball block the ball the whole this isn't working he sees over your head and and uh, yeah man Kobe was was that guy like if you know you were a Laker fan, he was your dude. You you rode for for him, and if you were any of the other twenty nine teams, you despised him because of how great he was. Kobe, you, you despise him, but you really wish you had someone like him on your squad. Oh yeah, to tell about. I remember you know we had T Mac, and it was like okay, T Mac is just as good as Kobe, and then Kobe would come out and be like, "Bitch, no, he is not." <laughs> And th- that's one thing that always um, that always gets me is his work ethic. I mean, yes, he was one of the most talented athletes in the world, but he had this just this drive to where no matter how hard you worked out or trained or tried or whatever, Kobe was like, I'm going to get an extra hour on that guy. And, man... I, I now that I'm older and I'm I'm not you know I'm not stuck in that whole fandom. I'm more of an analyst now. It's like I appreciate yeah. all Kobe Bryant meant to the world of basketball and what he meant to the world of sport as a whole. Man. Man. Yeah, and like a lot of a lot of people, man. Was- Back in the day, a lot of people were modeling the game after after Jordan. Now people are doing it after LeBron and Kobe. Yeah, you see so many of these young guys like Kyrie Irving and um, was Jason uh, Tatum. They model parts of their games after Kobe Bryant because they grew up watching him. I mean, Kobe came in and he came to Lee in '96, so. I was yeah. 10, you were 6, so we basically spent our entire basketball lives watching him from beginning to end when he was from his first playoffs when he was airballing um three-point attempts against a big Utah to the three-peat to the whole Shaq Kobe divorce and then running it back with Paul Gasol and then the end where his body just kind of betrayed him <laughs> the funny thing is his body betrayed him because he worked so goddamn hard. <laughs> Boy. But Boy, I, I mean I, I was I was I 
Yeah, he was on he that's one of the things that caused his friction between him and Shaq. He always was first one in, last one out, like you said. He put it put his ass into everything and Shaq was one of those guys I got hurt on company time, I heal on company time and that drove Kobe crazy. <laughs> Which I feel like I feel like that would do the same to us if we were like at work and we're like bust our ass and there's a guy just half assing it like oh I'll do it I'll do it when I want to blah blah like I feel like in our jobs we would like want to strangle that person so I can understand you know. Yeah, I understand him now. But man, I I think I mean I'm like I said earlier, I'm shocked when Kobe died, but hearing that his daughter Gigi died too, that was a that was a stab in the heart, man. Knowing full well that on that helicopter, he, he at some point he knew what was going down and he knew he couldn't protect his daughter from it. And that just like when I think about when I think about that, I like I just start tearing up. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, if if if, if, if someone would, if someone would have told me ten, thirteen years ago, that Kobe would have been, Kobe would have did all this, left leave eighteen years, and then not make it to fifty, I just sat there and been like. Yeah, yeah, get, get out of here. Go, go away. Scat, scat. <laughs> you, you, you're lying. He's making it to 50. He's going to make it to 60. He's going to be there in the next four years of a Laker all decade team. He'll be there courtside. It'll be okay. Yeah, he was, he, he was one of those guys that seemed like he would be like, um, like Russell. Just he would always be there as part of the game. One of the old heads, always there like paying respect and love to the younger generation and yeah he'd be at the sidelines at WNBA game cheering Gigi on and it's like Boy. we we all got robbed of that and it's like like we never met the guy we know nothing about him or family but it still feels like we lost a friend today or we lost a friend this weekend and it was a friend. It hurts. He, 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 he hated me. He's almost like family. He, he, wherever he was doing, he was like, Man, "Yeah, how many I'm times? Happy. How many times have you rolled? Have you crushed a piece of paper and shot it into the uh, into the basket and screamed out Kobe? Um, today about like four times today. <laughs> oh yeah." I'm, 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 I was at work today. I, I had some gloves on. I put them into a ball, and I did the little jab step, did the little fadeaway, Kobe. And it's like, it's just, uh-huh. it's just stupid things like that, and it's, it, it, it hurts. It's like, it's like I did it. I held the pole. And I was like, Kobe. And I was just like, oh, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, man. And, like, 
like like I said, we we're Rockets fans. We root against Kobe a lot, and we hated Kobe a lot. And watching him through the last couple of years in LA, and then seeing what he's done for the game of basketball and for the players after he retired, it's like, oh, you weren't just as cold jackass unfeeling Cybertron the entire time. You were a person with emotions. You were just like, you just, basketball was your everything. And you, he, when he retired, he he gave so much back to the game and gave so much back to the next generation. And it's just, it's crushing because he still had a lot to give us. He still had a lot to give basketball the world. I mean, he won an Oscar for his for his movie, and uh, apparently he had a book coming out that got canceled as after the news of his death, like a children's book. And it's like there was so much of his story that should have continued, and it's like it's like if you're reading a book on your Kindle and your Kindle just dies out of nowhere. And it's like I I did I I didn't get halfway through. Where's the rest of it? That's how it feels. Boy, the, I, 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 as a fan, like in general, this 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 hurts, man. This hurts, and no, I don't know what to say. I mean, I've been. Like I've been on Twitter, I've seen everybody talking about Kobe. I cannot read any like stories about about his daughter, man. There's an article on the Athletic right now about Gigi written by Molly Knight, and I don't know if I'm ever gonna be mentally prepared to read it. It's on the homepage right now. I don't know if I ever will be able to read it. It's just like I know clicking on it's gonna crush me, so I've just been avoiding it. Yeah, I I I, I feel the same way, honestly. Yeah, man. But yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like I've been just taking up all the time here. Uh, no, this kind of honestly, this kind of this kind of as sad as it is. I work. Uh, I, I I talk. I talk, and I mingle around like other sports fans around here. I'm mingling with um, Cardinals and Blues fans, and this kind of like pushed aside that little trash can gate. And <laughs> as much as 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 much as I want to try to make this into a better light, I mean, I'm tired of being. You still there? Oh no, we lost him. <laughs> Bro, you I'm still not... there? Yeah. Okay, we lost you for a second there, sorry. Oh no, not me. <laughs> uh okay, so I'm on Twitter. Um I just saw this is the saddest thing we're gonna see all day. This is someone reporting say apparently ESPN is reporting that Gigi's body was found and she was in Kobe's arms. Boy. So excuse me while I go why I go cry for a hundred nights. I just uh, that 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 part about his daughter that kills me because 
you know, I, I have a son. Tomorrow he turns seven. Oh, wow. And I just can't imagine, you know. Sorry. Boy, it's going to be a sad, sad day. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine what Vanessa is going through. I can't imagine what the the rest of the family, his other three girls are going through right now because I tell you, if I lost my girl and I lost my son, I don't Boy, this, this, I, this, this, I don't want to imagine what kind of mess I'd be, man. I'm crying. I'm crying right now just thinking about boy, it. Boy, you'd be a wreck. Oh, to, a total I, wreck. I'd have to call you almost every like, two hours make sure you still okay. <laughs> you'd have to come in, come in the house and hold me, man. <laughs> You had to come out of We had to come over. We, we had to become roommates after that. <laughs> Shit. You ain't lying. You'd have to come in because I'd be, I'd be inconsolable. I'm not even going to lie. Losing your child. Man. Uh, I don't know. I just hope and prayers for the entire Brian family and for the other families that lost their loved ones in that accident. Man, yeah, this, this, it's just, it's just oh. yeah, man. Uh, I mean, there's no. Oh, hold on, I'm going through. This. Who was it? Uh, Alto family. They lost. Let's see. It all. Their um, both parents died, and their thirteen-year-old Alyssa died, and so all that's left of their family is their son and daughter, who now have to bury both their parents and their sister. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh, I, I, don't see. Know, I don't know. Another, another player. Uh, so, another player, Peyton Chester and her. Who was it? Okay, Peyton Chester. She was also a player, a uh, teammate of Gigi and Sarah Chester, her mother. They also passed away. Uh, assistant head coach, Christina, Christina Mauser and the pilot, Ara Zobaya. Man, there's a, there's a lot of families that were just grieving, grieving that was just wrecked on Saturday, and we don't have the entire story of what happened in the flight. Hopefully, we'll be able to. Fi- yeah, I don't even know what to say. Get that. Yeah, we because may or may not get that for like another month or two. I mean, will that bring closure? Knowing how your family, how your family died, I don't. I, I can't answer that one. I, 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 can't. I honestly can't. I, I I honestly can't answer that one. Um, All we as can much do. As, is, oh, go ahead. Just go ahead and just try to piece back together and fight for another day. And just say a prayer for the families that were involved and that lost their loved ones, and um, hope that they meet again. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's all we can do. Oh man, 
Oh, holy snap. Ooh, my eyes are wet over here, man. I, oh, holy snap. We finally won a game. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> huh? I was, uh, no, I'm just saying. I, I was like, hey, we'll talk about the Kobe thing. Then maybe we'll talk about the the Rockets. But, like, this Kobe. Yeah, this Kobe thing is kind of. It just. Hey. I got. I don't have like we can talk about the Rockets some other day. I just don't have it in me to talk about anything besides this. It's emotional. It's raw. It's also eleven o'clock at night, so I need to go lay down and cry and go to bed. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding, man. This this is a sad and terrible story, and we're we're all we're all suffering, not to the extent that the rest of the Brian family is, or any of the other the families. Brian, the Brian family, the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Almost the whole state of Italy is crying about all of this. Yeah, all we can do is you know, get through this one day at a time, and <sighs> we'll get there. Oh yeah, we'll get there. We're going to take it day, one day at a time. Yes, sir. All right, so let's wrap this up. Uh, what is your give your social? What's your Twitter? <laughs> uh, Paperific Lion is what? Paperific Lion. I will I will put it in the description because there's no way yep. you'll be able to describe. It yeah, there's no you you can't be you can't be doing all that work. Nah, uh, <laughs> uh, you catch me at. Quinn two eight eight. That's Quinn underscore two eight eight. Um, sorry, people. I'm really distraught right here. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else that um, podcasts are found. We're trying to get on the iHeartRadio network, but that's been a little bit of a struggle. Um, I guess that's it. That's all I got. Really? Cool. All right, so we're done here. Um, I just want to say last, like, make sure you last. text and call your loved ones. Let them know what you're thinking of them. Let them know what you love them and you miss them. And just, uh, you know, reach out because you never know when your number is going to be called. And you'll no longer be shuffling this mortal coil. So if there's someone you haven't talked to in a while because of some beef. Go shut, contact. Shut it down. Yeah, shut, shut that. Beef. Yeah, shut that beef over. It's not. It's not worth it. You know, try to reach out and do better. Um, and tell your people. Tell people your family, your friends that you love them. You always love them. That's all I got. Ah, this is a little cathartic. I'm good. Man. No, you're okay. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you, too. All right, guys. We're out of here. Later, babies. Bye. Bye.